We have an amazing god. A god who delights in doing wonderful things with very common elements. We give thanks for that god today. Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on June 23rd for the Solemnity of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Jesus Christ, 10.30 a.m. Mass at Ascension Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. As always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. As I said, it's great joy to be here. I already am blessed, I know for certain, in love with Ascension Parish and all the people uh, here and so I can't wait to continue to to get to know you uh, and to uh, to further this journey. I know Father Stephen. Uh, we were in seminary for a little while together, and so I'm certain that uh, many of you miss him. Uh, all of you miss him in in, in some way, uh, but that uh, you know it's it's part of our lives uh, to to change assignments. But I will say. Um, that if the Archbishop calls anytime soon, I'm just gonna not pick up the phone because <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping to stay for quite some time. So I hope that's all right with you all. But uh, you can you can let me know later. Uh, before I really get started, I do as much as they hate it. Yes, I'm gonna do it. So would my dad and my mom and my sister please stand up so that everyone can know where I come from? This is my the family. Thank you all. They, uh, they hate it when I do that, so I only do it every now and then. So uh, my brother is not here. He's in uh, Tampa, and my brother-in-law also is not. Uh, he's out mowing grass, surely. So uh, God love him. Uh, but uh, but yes, all of you. I want all to become family or like family uh, to all of you. I'm sure. Uh, uh, well, there's been. Plenty of questions. That's kind of the way things go with the new priest. You know, how do you like this, or or do you like this over here, or or what do you think about this? So many questions. So many questions. And and I'm very thankful for the the patience and and uh, and the uh, flexibility as we we kind of answer those questions and figure out how it is uh, to to work together uh, and to to worship God together as a community. Uh, so thank you, all the many ministries. Uh, that are, are involved. Um, and Holly, of course, where'd she go? She's somewhere. Okay, well, hi, see you, Holly. Okay, I guess anybody want to be a new worship minister? Because apparently she just like, ran away. Anyways, I'm sure she's, she's getting something together. So many, many questions. But I know for a fact that there's one question on many of your all's minds. How long is he going to preach? Don't lie. Because it would be on my mind, too. So I'll tell you this, because I can't tell you for certain, and, and I don't want to promise anything, but more than likely, I may preach a little longer than Father Stephen, but I guarantee you, for those who have been here for a few years, I guarantee you there's no way I'm preaching as long as Father Gary. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. God love them. Really do. But just can't do it. So, uh, God love them. So, and the second question, will Father, how long is Mass going to take? Well, you can do the calculations from there. Uh, Mass will take as long as it needs to, but no longer than it has to, is my rule of thumb. How about that? So, here we are. Our God is a good God, isn't he? 
We have a wonderful, amazing God who desires to be so very close to us. This feast of the church, this solemnity, the feast of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, is a feast that celebrates just that. Our God's desire to be intimately close to us. For us to receive God into ourselves. To take God in the form of bread and wine, the, the, the manifestation of bread and wine, fully body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. It becomes transubstantiation, all of that theology stuff. It becomes the body and blood of Jesus Christ so that we can receive God into ourselves. This celebration of the Lord is similar to, in, at least in my mind and the mind of others, this feast, this celebration is similar to the Feast of the Annunciation. It's similar in that uh, the Holy Spirit is very much involved. The Holy Spirit comes down. Uh, words are spoken. And a change, some, a manifestation of God is made known. A miracle, an indwelling of God into the world. At the Annunciation, the, Gabriel, uh, the angel Gabriel came to Mary, the Virgin Mary, and said, God desires for you to bear the Son of God. Fully God, fully human. An impossibility, really. And she says yes. The words are spoken. She says yes. The Holy Spirit comes down. And God takes the form of a human being. Fully God, fully human. In an ordinary woman. Free from original sin, but ordinary. Nobody, really. The same much can be said for the Eucharist itself. The words are spoken, the words of Jesus Christ at the Last Supper. The Holy Spirit comes down, and something is different than it was before. What seems like bread and wine becomes the body and blood of Jesus Christ. A truly amazing reality. And the thing that's really amazing is the commonality of what we receive. Bread and wine. Wheat and grapes. They can and are grown almost everywhere. From the equator to as north as you can get and still grow food, to as south as you can get and still grow food. All throughout the world, wheat and grapes, grown and harvested, produced, turned into bread and wine, consecrated, turned into the body and blood of Jesus Christ. God does amazing things with very ordinary realities. This is quintessential. This is what makes us Catholic, that God takes something ordinary and does something extraordinary with it, reveals himself through that. And so as I get to know you more and more, as I will hope to reveal God's love for you, as I walk with you on this journey of faith, as I challenge you every now and then to further conversion in Jesus Christ, it will be helpful for you to recognize that I come from a place of honesty, a place of reality, a place of truth, and an intimate, deep understanding of the way in which God can take something that's very common very ordinary, not special at all, broken in many ways, and do something extraordinary with that. You may have already heard some of that which I'm about to tell you, because people talk. 
and that's okay. That's the way people are. But if not, I'll let you know a part of my story, part of my story that I want you to hear so that you know kind of what you're getting. Kick the tires, if, uh, so to speak. So you kind of know who I am and where I come from, that when I challenge you with the reality of, of life, with its ups and downs, that I don't come from some lofty place. Not at all, my sisters and brothers. Not at all. I have, still do to an extent, but I have in the past struggled with uh, mental illness, with depression and anxiety. That struggle had led me um, around high school, college, to begin to self-medicate with alcohol, a problem as you will uh, see in just a moment, uh, only was uh, increased as the years went on. My youngest brother too, who's no longer with us, uh, he struggled as well. He took his life, he, he, he ended his life uh, in the December of 2012. And after that, me and my family uh, struggled to find our way through that, as any family would, as, as anybody uh, would, would feel lost, uncertain, unknowing as to, to where to go. And so that tendency to, to seek relief from that place doesn't really give relief, does it? Um, only led to drinking more and more. I did not at the time, have the strength, the courage, the honesty, the vulnerability to reveal that struggle. I kept it to myself. And so I was ordained a deacon in 2013. I had my first wedding, November of 2013. I drank entirely too much, entirely too much. Some would have been more than enough, but entirely too much at this wedding reception. Not proud of it would take it back if I, if I could. So very grateful that no one was injured, myself or especially some innocent person who just happened to be in the way. But I did drive. I was involved in a car accident, hit a telephone pole. The officer who responded to the scene recognized my difficulty. I don't really remember what it is I said to him, but something caused him to decide to not take me to jail, which is where I most certainly deserved to go, but instead to University of Louisville psych uh, ward, the scariest place on earth. If you doubt that, I'll, I'll share a story with you if you really want. Very intimidating, but went from there to Our Lady of Peace, was there for a couple of days. I did intensive outpatient through the brook right down the road. It's almost as if God has a plan. I don't know, almost. Uh, went from the brook, I did six months at an institution in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, for priest and, and uh, religious. Uh, did uh, intensive uh, work there, came back, recognizing that which I needed to do to, to live a healthier life. Uh, came back, re-entered seminary, re-entered the place that I had struggled so very much at, uh, was ordained a priest in 2015, and the Holy Spirit has brought me here. A very honest, I hope, a very ordinary, a very uh, vulnerable, uh, broken individual, whom I like to think 
God does pretty amazing things through, including consecrating the Eucharist itself. And so in the days, the weeks, the months, the years to come, when I challenge you to grow deeper in your faith, to, to accept the grace that God gives you to be who God calls you to be, to be yourself a manifestation of Christ's love in the world, I'm not doing so uh, because, because I think less of you. I do so because I think so much of you, that you can and will and are, you are already, a manifestation of God's love in the world. So let us receive from this altar today that which we need to live such a life, to live a life where we recognize our commonness, our brokenness, our unspecialness, and yet still be that image, that reality of Christ's love in the world. Let us grow together as individuals, but more importantly, as a community of recognizing, of being, of living that precious sacrament. In case you're wondering, because I didn't quite finish the loop, did I? I've been sober since November. <laughs> so almost six years. Yes. Probably should close that thing. So yes, I, and come November, day by day, with God's grace, doing what I need to do, I'll have been sober for six years. So uh, yes, probably a detail that you were wondering about. Uh, but, uh, but yes, the Lord does wonderful things with very common uh, ingredients. enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.